We talked about Tether a while ago because Tether, it turns out, uh, instead of uh, H Tether being backed by a US dollar, it was backed by like some receipts and like a chicken bone and some like yeah. chewed gum. Hey, that was a pretty valuable chicken bone, right? <laughs> so. And uh, more. One Tether equals one chicken bone. That is our <laughs> promise to you. And it turns out that um, the guy. The, the Brock Pierce from the Mighty Ducks was involved in Tether. Awesome. Uh, an, um, uh, an Italian uh, plastic surgeon, um, and so on and so on. Just, uh, and this is, this is from uh, a Bloomberg investigation. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I always like that we're sort of a little ahead on these things. Hmm. Uh, but Tether's website has long displayed a pedge. Every Tether is backed one-to-one by traditional currency held in our reserves. But according to Tether's former banker in Puerto Rico... Um, uh, their chief financial officer, former Italian, former plastic surgeon Giancarlo uh, Devasini, wanted to use those reserves to make investments, which means that basically, I'm going to throw a bunga bunga party. Which basically means that it's in a classic sense of we are uh, re- using technology to reinvent f- uh, different kinds of institutions that are. Unregulated, basically, right? Mm. What we have successfully done, or what what stablecoin issuers have successfully done, is they have created a bank that is no longer regulated like it would have been after the Great Depression. Oh, good. We brought, we've we've no capitalization control. Isn't a bank? Yeah. So stablecoins basically are banks. There is a there's a if you look, if you read um, kind of cryptocurrency uh, Twitter, you know, there's a common saying that like basically they're speed running, you know, a century of financial crises and uh, discovering why regulation was made in the first place. So you see that a lot. And mm. I think I think it's very fun that we all get to live in their little experiment. Yeah, uh, because the thing is. If if something like te- it's now the point right where big institutions are invested enough in crypto, and enough tether is used to buy Bitcoin, which it invests in, right? So if your pick, if your if your tether is backed by nuts and gum, and your tether is used to buy Bitcoin, that pumps up the price of Bitcoin. But it was bought by money that's imaginary, more imaginary than normal money. Mm. Um. And so if the price, if the value of Tether crashes, then the support for Bitcoin goes away. And a lot of big institutions now from venture capital uh, funds that are entirely about crypto assets to just banks are heavily invested in crypto, which means they would all lose a lot of assets right away. And if they all lose a lot of assets right away, they have to start calling in a lot of loans. And if they have to start calling in a lot of loans, then at least some of the businesses that have to pay those loans back will fail kind of ahead of schedule, which means many people will lose their jobs. So it's not how something like Tether, if that's a fraud, which I don't know, the Bloomberg investigation seems to suggest where are the billions that it's supposed to have? It's supposed to have several billion US dollars. If that's, We're not saying it's a fraud. We're just saying, where are those billions? <laughs> yeah, yeah, where are the, bill- where's where's the, the billions? Money? Where's the money? Uh, but if something gets that big and that's systemically important, it doesn't matter how abstract it is. Its consequences will work its way through the financial system and be felt by ordinary people. I think, I think it's very yeah. funny that being a gold standard guy or a silver standard guy, being the person who walks up to the bank and points at it and goes, where's the money, is like an ordinarily very stupid thing to do. Unless that bank has set itself up with a big sign saying, not bank on the front, and another very large <laughs> sign next to that saying, we 
keep as much money in here as the money we think we have. <laughs> then I think it's very funny to go up to it and go, where's the money, Lebowski? <laughs> yeah. It's um, yeah. It's, well, it's bank, but it's spelled b- bunk. Yeah. It's a yeah, bank. Yeah, well, it's a bank. It's got an umlaut on there. Oh, it's, yeah, it's a bank. It's a bank. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's das bunk. Yeah, we've uh, mm. we've been here at Funkhole Capital. We've spun out a crypto fund. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So, uh, basically, so the last thing I also learned that Tether lent billions of dollars to other crypto companies with Bitcoin as collateral. One of them being Celsius Network Limited, a quasi bank for cryptocurrency investors. A um, quasi bank. Yeah. Uh, but then people, basically borrowers, have to put up Bitcoin that's worth more oh, than what they end up worry, borrowing. We know the bank. Yeah. We're a quasi. <laughs> so, but what what I'm sort of getting to here, right, is that. All of this, all of this is just based on consensus, right? Elite consensus among a group of people who've decided that this is how it's going to be. We've invented, we've created the future. We've invented a new kind of thing, Um, and a lot of, and a lot of it uh, tends to be quite worrying. I think, like, I don't think Tether is big enough to be a systemic risk on its own. Eric, I'd be interested in what you have to think about that. Uh, actually, but um, it's at least very worrying and somewhat embarrassing for reasons we we'll get into in a sec. But I, just what do you, you what do you reckon? You do you think that sort of tether and stuff is big enough to be a systemic risk on its own? Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's a very uh, you see concern about it. You you see um, Fed officials. I know the White House um, in particular has been kind of focused on these stable coins. Um, by the way, when mm-hmm. you talk about a couple billion, I think it's like pushing seventy billion dollars now. Um, oh right. Yeah. Okay. And it, yeah. So it was sixty. That's a lot of chicken. Bones. I think it was sixty-eight billion. Yeah. Well. It's, yeah. I, th- I remember that now. Yeah. Hold, it's a lot. hold me accountable for the right number. Um, yeah. I. I think. I think. Um, you know. I think a lot of. You know. You look at like your. Uh, um, you know. Uh, wonks. They always just say, "Well, of course it won't be systemic." Uh, I think that would be foolish uh, because you know majority of, you know, market liquidity is traded in these tokens that are like, um, backed by, uh, who knows what. Garbage. They're backed by what's in the bin. It was, you know, it was backed by. It was backed by Evergrande debt. Well, that's that's <laughs> that's uh, the, you're you're going down dangerous territory because that's uh, the that's kind of the uh, truther uh, narrative because they've specifically, I think they've explicitly said they don't have Evergrande debt. Uh-huh. But then when they were asked about other Chinese property debt and like Evergrande has like you know a couple hundred different subsidiaries, yeah. they won't clarify. Um, yeah. So they definitely have exposure there. Um, I th- <laughs> great, and so I think cool. my my I guess if you're talking about systemic risks, I think kind of the big concern uh, for regulators and for people that don't want it to become something that you know um, you know a tiny tiny company run by like you know three shady like like everyone who's in that company is like a is like a convicted ex felon, um, mm-hmm. like. You don't want or an Italian, which uh, is worse. Yeah, so that 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 Devasini, the um, he was uh, I think he was a plastic surgeon, and he like ran basically like a like a, a CD printing scheme, and I think he got uh, I think he got sued by Microsoft for like distributing copies of Windows or something like that. Yeah, I believe that's, that's right. That's, 
smalls are even weird. the most powerful Italian energy. Yeah, right. I can imagine a plastic surgeon who on the side has a business distributing pirate copies of Microsoft Office. <laughs> yeah. Well, and t- now he's like, I've invented a new kind of money, and it's integral to what the global Fantastic. financial system is. A vote for Alessandro Mussolini. Yeah. I'll sell you a very cheap PowerPoint. <laughs> it's like literally, like, please don't look in the box. Um, but but I think I think yeah. there's um, you know, and, and and for years, basically, the SEC um, in particular has has pushed very strongly against having uh, ETFs. Uh, basically, just. Cause, cause I think the fear is that it will like, if, if you do ETFs and then enough money, actual real dollars goes into it, that's kind of how these, uh, systemic risks from crypto, like would, uh, definitely have the, the potential to infect the kind of traditional money system. So I think that's, there's, there's definitely people paying attention to that. Um, mm-hmm. I, I would be skeptical that they would move fast enough or boldly enough. Um, no one wants to, uh, no one wants to upset the apple cart. Um, that's that's kind of a oh, no. that's kind of a universal thing. Um, and that's the problem is our is no one wants to upset the apple cart, but the apple cart appears to be headed directly for a giant <laughs> cliff. <laughs> yeah, but it's balancing very well on its way there. Yeah, exactly. If we slow the apple cart down, it might tip over. So let's deal with the cliff problem when we get there. Why is this apple cart full of chicken bones? The most important <laughs> thing is to preserve the safe and like smooth running of this apple cart. That way, we can mm. minimize the effects of it going over this cliff. <laughs> that's right. Listen, do you want but to go over a the new... cliff with an apple cart that's, you know, on the straight and narrow, or do you want to go over the cliff with an apple cart that's already upset? Yeah, this apple cart's in great condition. I've just oiled the brakes. <laughs> 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 so, but there's a new, there's a, there's a hot new cryptocurrency on the scene, and this is where we're going to get to Elon Musk, uh, because there is now... A cryptocurrency called Shiba Inu coin, whose value... Oh, fuck off. No, no, you think that's annoying. Wait till I tell you what defines its value. Okay. It's how many pictures of his dog Elon Musk tweets. Ah! (laughs) Ah! Ah! Oh, what the fuck? Fantastic. Right. Oh, I've been shot with the Cuban energy gun (laughs) by that information. (laughs) Ah! Sorry, oh, I hate I, that so much. <laughs> sorry, I gave Milo Havana syndrome. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, we're I'm technically like, oh, recording I, this I, I, I enormous go home. health event. 